This podcast is brought to you by On Track Studio. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm fantastic. That's good. I'm pretty good too. Thanks for asking. I was about to. Yeah, I'm talkative. I jumped right on in. You did. Welcome everyone to episode what season one and episode one of the Eminem podcast. That's it, Eminem. We are Matthew and Michelle and we are jolly good friends and we just love ourselves so much. We thought we'd share us with you, valued listener. Uh, and uh, we've sort of bantied about for a little while what we should uh, podcast about. And, you know, we came up with Eminem and uh, we'll, we'll go into a little bit more detail of that. But I Is it going to be rap? Ooh, no. Okay. Are no you rap. trying to get to the um, No Marshall Mavers? No Marshall Mavers was made in the making of this making. Mm. No rap was hurt. Uh, and also we spell it with uh, no capital E. It's a small E for two reasons. Number one, Michelle. Lowercase is cooler. And number two, the Eminem lawyers, you listen to this, it's not him. We haven't plagiarised anything. Don't come for us. Because this will go viral and they will be listening to us in New York and LA, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> they will be bashing on our door going... <gasps> We can't get enough. We can't get enough. That being said, though, if he ever does want to be a special guest on the Eminem show. Well, he's welcome. I'm open to it, but we'll see. Yeah. (laughs) Not our first pick, let's put it that way. Not really, no. Now, Michelle, you've been working on a little blurb of what we are. I have. It's really really short and sweet. This, dear listeners, Eminem is a light-hearted look at language through an M... M. Coloured lens. An M coloured lens. Oh, yeah. Now, I can hear them scratching their heads going, but what did she just say? It's kind of absurd. It's a little bit extraordinary and out of this world. What could it mean? What could it mean? So perhaps we should uh, delve into that just a little bit, um, just to give you guys a bit of a, a background onto how our minds work. Lord, help us all. Lord, help us all. It's partially about alliteration, really, isn't it? The yes. more M's, the better. Mm, absolutely. So obviously, Michelle and Matthew, two fabulous M's, M and M. We're also both MCs, so we did give some thought to calling the podcast MC Squared, but then we realised that there's only two of us and squaring is maybe four, four of something. We're not very good with maths, means, which is also an M word. And we're not very good with science. No, science key things scare us a bit. They're yeah. fascinating but scary. Science is not my boo. Mm. Maths is not my boo, but you, Michelle, are my boo. Oh, get out of here in your mind. I oh, know. We're together. We're a boo-boo. Or I should say moo-moo. <laughs> moo-moo. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, which is either a great steak restaurant or a big caftan thing on... Homer Simpson. Yes. That episode was great. When he I'm thinking got... of Moo Moo Land, though. Who was that? Oh, uh, um, yes, Tammy Wynette. Thank you. Tammy, Tammy Wynette. Yes. They're justified. That's it. And, and they're, they're ancient. That's oh, it. wow. Thank you for bringing that back into uh, my life right now. I actually want to listen to it now. I think that we should probably search for podcast. it. Oh, well, not now, but later, yeah. But now they want we to want, We could even play a little bit to them. They're justified. Wynette could also join the show, but she'd also be after Eminem. And it would be a big sensation because she's dead. Oh, is she? Mm. Is she? Mm. Oh, my gosh. You didn't get that memo? It's uh, maybe a decade ago. Oh. Yeah. No, well, after she did that Google song with EMF or whoever yeah. they were. EMF. Uh-huh. 
uh-huh, uh-huh. After that happened, I like, who was she to begin with? I know she had she was the one hit wonder for me. I know she wasn't. But anyway. Big in Tennessee and We're Texas. We are, which is what we usually do. It's called meandering or tangential thinking. Mm. As long as we come back to the main thing every now and then, you, dear listener, will probably forgive us. We hope. You're welcome. Mm, thanks. So Michelle and myself have known each other for five, six, five, five to six years. To six years, yeah. We met here on the Sunshine Coast. We're coming to you live and sweaty from the sunny coast at this amazing podcast studio in the Kiwana Library. And I just have to say... Shout out to the council. This is awesome. This is where our tax money needs to be going. I know you guys can't see us, and that's a good thing because we're not wearing any clothes, but uh, it's a really state-of-the-art... Um, facility here it's it's incredible just please know um berejiklian style please know we are clothed oh yeah we were not naked you ruined the illusion sorry we, we haven't been able to lock the door matthew we couldn't do that oh we, we can't actually there is a there lock, is on, a the lock door. on the door thanks michelle. again council episode two the locked door we're theater brats michelle and i well we're we're many things we're many things, but we met uh, behind the, the cyclorama. Yes, treading the boards for the Lynn Lane Theatre. Shout out to the Lynn Lane Theatre in Nambour. Bloody um, excellent place, Bonza. Bonza. Yep, love that little cracker. Uh, and we did a show there six years ago, and we became fast friends, which is a nice way of saying you know we just gravitated towards each other. And really, we haven't meandered too far since. We were both smoking back then. So much has changed. I'm proud. Too. Oh yeah, I actually remember you saying to me that you didn't want to give me a cigarette because I was only getting. Back into smoking after about 15 years of being a non smoker. Um, I'm not blaming you, but you had a little bit to do with it. <laughs> so then I went back to Rollies and was smoking really quite heavily. You know, I and don't. And only rolled my own. And I had a little bit of yellow nicotine stains on my fingers. It was terrible. I don't remember saying that to you, but I remember that people used to come and try to talk to me outside while I was smoking and I just scowled at them like an angry cat. Get away from me. I am. I am poisonous. <laughs> I do that. I used to do that with the kids. Be like, kids, get away from me. I've this cha- is a burning stick in my hand. I've changed my ways. Mm, me too. I'm very proud. So that was, yeah, five to six years ago. We were both wearing reindeer ears, big, big, um, what do you call it? Um, horns. Prosthetics? No. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't quite that elaborate. And, but, um, and yeah. we've, we've been involved in quite a few uh, creative collaborations since that show. Just... All highly successful, all off-Broadway. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, no, let's be honest, off-off-off-Broadway. Off <laughs> but, you know, we are our own biggest fans, as evident by Season 1, Episode 1 of Eminem. It could just be a whole heap of self-indulgent wanking, but that's okay. <laughs> Why not? We're we've, doing it in a nice environment. We've discussed that at length, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Eminem, what are we actually going to be doing in this podcast, Michelle? We're going to be exploring the letter M in all of its glory, all of its, well, you know, beauty, really. Mm. It's, a, it's, a, it's a versatile letter. It's exactly halfway through the alphabet. Mm. It's, it's the 13th letter of the alphabet, to be precise. To be precise. In 26, that's half. That's maths I do know. And Matthew's sitting there working it out right now. Oh, my gosh, how embarrassing. I actually wish you could see this. His little eyes went off. Oh, is it? He was hoping to prove me wrong. Far out. That's hilarious. I've actually finally met someone who's more shit at maths than I am. So maths maths is an M word, but so is mesmerising. So is Matthew and Michelle. So so many. So are so so many many wonderful words. But let's go back. Let's do a bit of a, a, a throwback to the origins of M. Where it came from. 
where, where did it come from? We know where you came from. We know where I came from. I certainly didn't come from anywhere nearly um, exotic as M. M came from uh, a variety of different old alphabets, Etruscan, Phoenician, Greek. Most importantly, the hieroglyph yeah. that was Egyptian, and it was the symbol, I think, for water. It was. Uh, and back then, the letter M was pronounced mem. Exactly. And we've decided that M Matthew sounds okay. M Michelle doesn't work. No, it doesn't work for M Michelle. No, there's it sounds too like many. you have a stutter or that the one stage yeah. you're gonna fall down. It's and... all about there being too many syllables mm. in it. Yeah, but yeah. Mamathew 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 works. works. Mm. Yeah. Most things do work on me. You're welcome. <laughs> so mem was originally the word for water. Uh, the reason why I think they plonked it in the middle of the um, Greek alphabet. Was it the Greek no the Egyptian. No 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 R Etruscan. alphabet. Oh, Latin. What, yeah. The why it was plonked in the middle of the Latin alphabet, which is, I believe, where ours was most recently, or the English language was most re- recently derived from, is because of the balance. If you look at the letter M, it has the two outside legs, if you will, and then in the middle, two half of those that meet right in the middle. And it's one of those cut it down the line and it would stay balanced and not fall down. Oh, that's really quite profound i know so they put it in the middle there because it's not only the symbol for water which is the ultimate strength and nurture and nourisher of the earth but also because it was pure it represented pure balance i don't think anything in latin is pure because all of it is from a latin root just saying Mm, i'm not sure what she's alluding to it sounds intelligent Maybe a little bit bogan. Uh, <laughs> I'll take that too. One more little M fact before we push on. It's the only letter of the alphabet that you pronounce with your mouth or your lips closed. Which is a really interesting consideration in the fact that it's part of communication and yet to communicate with someone you need to stop and close your mouth. That's right. So just let's all do it together, listeners. We'll do it with you as well. You go the letter M. So you can really feel that vibration. Um, That's right. Let's go there. It's a little uh, meditational, isn't it? You can really feel the vibration, which Mm. I think speaks to the balance element of it, which speaks to the water element of it. I'm not going to get too esoteric here. No. But also I think that kids, when they ran inside after, you know, swimming around in the Nile a little bit, playing in the reeds, um, they'd come into mum and say, mum, I'm a little bit memmy. A mem all over me. I'm memmy. Wow. I'm not sure if I ever did that, but I'm jealous that I didn't. I can see you cavorting in reeds in the Nile. Love it. Oh, that's where you were going with that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm Egyptian now. That's where it came from. I understand that. Well, I, it came from there and went to Latin. We don't know what the I fuck think, we're talking about, frankly. I was when we think about When we think about <laughs> Egypt and Rome, although Rome went out and conquered everything, didn't it? And then everything was Latin. Do you know, lastly, what I love about the letter M, mm. and I really sincerely hope you share this memory with me, but you know Sesame Street? Yes. So they used to have little puppeteered yes. alphabet letters. The M1 had little tap shoes. And he used to come on to – do you remember the um, windowsill that had the little worms? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The M1 used to come on to that windowsill and he had a little top hat and he'd do this little like – Oh, that's a beautiful memory to share with me and I'd forgotten it. A great memory. And I used to remember looking at the letter M and he'd just do his little letter M dance. He didn't do much, but he was gorgeous. And then they'd cut to the worms and I loved the worms Oh, those little – oh, the way they slid. I wanted them so badly in my life. I had big dreams about them. Wow. Yeah. Freud would have plenty to say about Freud that. Wouldn't he? Yeah, like worms. 
He's dead. Um, Uh, Yeah, I love that about that. And I think that the M then in Sesame Street was sort of an embodiment of your personality, you know, flamboyant, out there with a bit of a tap shoe and a bit of a top hat. And next to the worms. Uh, Ready to dance near the worms, ready to impress the worms, (laughs) and then take one of the worms or two of the worms home. Well, who's counting? For cups of tea and to see his etchings. So, everyone, that's the backstory of not just us and we, but also the letter M. We've given you some little nuggets there of information. And basically, Michelle, I believe, what we'll be doing, um, and dear listener, we will be evolving this every single episode. We're also You can probably tell we need some practice. Yes. Well, we're also already discussing a new name title and a new format. But, you know, come on the journey. Come on the meandering moment with us. And let's explore exactly how much we can dredge up in 30 minutes. And please don't get mongy with us. Mongy. Yeah. It's, um, I love this word. It's being peevish. When you're peevish, you're mongy. When you're peevish, yeah. you're, is this like when you're pissed, you're yeah. a maggot? No. No. Okay. No, it's that you're, you're uh, curmudgeonly. Grumpy, annoyed. Actually, if we if we if we go back to Sesame Street for an analogy, you're Oscar. Oh, but I liked him. Oh, but he was pissed off. He had character, and he had reason to be annoyed. He lived in, and a he trash was he was very very much ahead of his time in terms of the whole recycling concept. You Absolutely, know? but mm. also he always had a glimmer in his eye. He was grumpy, but he knew that he wanted to party with you. Well, that's right, exactly. He's got a lot of charisma. You know the other guys that I love those pissed off old men yeah, up the best. in oh. They were, oh, that's so clever. They were so clever. hands down. That wasn't Sesame Street, though. That was the Muppets. That was the Muppet Show. Yeah, that's that was right. Kermie and Miss Piggy and, right. and that crew oh, with Janine. And they were wonderful, too. And you remind me of Janine from that band so much. Oh, <laughs> with the big lips and the yeah. blonde <laughs> And she used to have a weird I didn't know her name Dania. was Janine. Yeah, Janine. And she used to just, yeah, because the other day at Theatre Sports, when you picked Janine, I went, Muppet. <laughs> Wow, that was accidental. I thought you pulled your inspiration from that. No, but I'm going to from now on. I'm going to make her a rock chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every now and then would chuck her hair around. And you know that she'd had those. Absolutely, absolutely. Actually, we've just been talking again about um, Alice in Chains and the album Dirt and how absolutely it was a seminal album and it really created so much beauty in the world and such a shame, such mm. a shame that addiction takes those guys away from us because, yeah, good stuff. So go to... back, go That's back heavy. and listen. Go no, back no, and no. listen, though. I'm, I... I'm, I'm, yeah, just encouraging a throwback. I totally agree with Michelle on that one. I... And that's music, so it's okay because it starts with him too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And as much as I'm a Madonna and Britney queen, I actually love that album. Yeah. And I think that some of those tracks, music, musicality-wise, my God. And his vocals yeah. soaring the way they do and getting into your soul a little bit. So now um, what we're going to do is we're going to take a little a brief pause here before we launch into some M words and some alliteration and some deep diving into... Oh, so just to quickly explain, what we'll do is every episode we'll have an M word that dear listener or us or the person in the car park throwing fish at us has decided will be the word of the week and then or the word of next week I should say and then Michelle and I will go into our own little research and and let it speak to us as individuals what does that m word mean to Matthew what does that word mean to Michelle yeah and the the different interpretations should be interesting I would say can I just ask did you get hit by a fish today no Good. well 
Last night I had crab in my fried rice and I was not happy about it. Did somebody flick it at you or it was actually in your fried rice? It was in my fried rice. And you'd said to them, look, don't put any of the, 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 the seashell things in there? Look, I ordered spanner crab rice and then it oh. came with spanner crab and I was crabby about it. That's hilarious. It's not really... Well, it's pretty stupid to expect something, <laughs> to ask for something and then expect for it not to be the thing. What did you go giving me the thing I asked for? How I, dare you? I didn't understand what spanner crab was. I thought maybe it was an, you know, like maybe it meant moo cow. What? You didn't think that it was actually crab. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? <laughs> you know, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. No, no, no. Hold on a minute. It's sort of like it's disguised or it's, <laughs> it's, um, I'm just going undercover. I'm pretending yeah, to be crab. But I'm a pork. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think that chefs have a lot of a lot of good points and a lot of bad points. I don't think that lying on their menus is one of them. Now, oh, we're going to fuck with the public and say, this is crab, <laughs> but it's really pork. Thanks for that, Michelle. <laughs> I really appreciate your support. I can't wait to take you out for dinner and watch you respond when you get your meal. <laughs> Now, now, listen, Sorry. we were going to have a breakaway and the breakaway we that will. we're going to introduce you, and I'm going to go first now, I'm eclipsing you. What we're going to do is we're going to have breakaways every episode and the first one is called Matthew's Monday Mood. What do you think of that sound effect, oh, Michelle? I'm a bit scared. Matthew's Monday Mood. Matthew's Monday Mood is where I'm going to gag Michelle for two minutes or just press mute on her because gagging her might. <laughs> <laughs> We'll leave it. Oh, Lord. Um, and then I'm going to talk about my mood on a Monday because, dear valued listener, we it is Monday today. It is Monday. It is. And we, We're not even pretending. We, we, <laughs> we plan to podcast this to you on a Monday. And my mood today is going to be around the spanner crab in my rice. I went to a restaurant last night and I didn't know that spanner crab, but here's where I get a little bit of leeway, please, Michelle. Mm-hmm. The word spanner crab was one word. They, they didn't. Have, they didn't have. Okay, dear listener. So I, you're thinking it was a cut of meat. Yes. Although, and I, maybe it could have been pronounced spanakrab, which made it sound weirdly oh, Thai. Oh, is this a is this a French problem? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you're having problems. You with still don't think interpretation. So there I was ordering my fried rice because all the other things in it looked amazing, and I thought, what's spanakrab or like spinakrab? But it was one word. You thought maybe it was a part of a, a part of a cow. Could have been a hoof. No, because that's a hoof. Oh, but I didn't know. I was hoping because it crab, C-R-A-B, wasn't its own word. There was no spanner space crab. I'm not laughing at you. I thought, you know what, Matthew? Living on the edge. Let's get the spanner. And then it came. And see what sort of a bit of the cow it is. It was full of crab. Uh-huh. And it was full of what's known as the spanner crab. And Matthew doesn't eat seafood. And I get real pissed off when you put it in the food and I didn't ask for it. This time, apparently I did, because when I complained, he said, what do you mean, sir? And I said, don't you, sir, me. I didn't ask for no seafood fried rice. He said, well, I've got written here quite clearly that you ordered this spanner crab fried rice. And then my husband looked at me, rolled his eyes so, like, audibly, you know, the whole restaurant heard it go into the back of his head. And so I said, fine, it's exactly what I ordered. Please bring me two litres of soy sauce. It's the only way I can eat it. Oh, you just drown it in salt. I soy drown soy. it in salt because it just it tastes like the ocean floor to me. It tastes like I'm licking the bottom of the Mariana Trench. Mariana, that starts with it. Mariana Trench. Um, Matthew, 
Did you tell the Did you tell the waiter that you were upset because the word was an alighted word that it was spanner crab and that it it had confused no. you? Okay, I'm glad. You didn't see so, but it's okay for you to put it publicly out here. I, I won't, actually I won't would name ask the restaurant. No, good idea. You've named the poor bloody spanner crab, and what did it do to you? Hmm? It, it died went, for died you. Died in my plate. Good. I wish I'd been there. I love crab. I would have swapped with you. No. I would have given you my pork belly. That's Mon- Matthew's Monday mood. I feel, what's a nice M word to describe how I feel? I want to say mangled. That's wrong. I feel murdered. Wrong again. I feel mixed up Ooh, about like my meal. Oh, mixed up about my meal. Yeah, that's got legs. That'll go viral. That's <laughs> Little spanagrab legs. That's all you're going to get this week from Matthew's Monday Mood. But on top of Matthew's Monday Mood, we're also going to have another throwaway. Um, and why why is this other moment happening, Michelle? This moment is one that can't be described to you until it's got its own soundtrack. This is Michelle's Moist Minute. Where we say... This is making me moist today. Or where we have an anti-moist discussion and say, this is drying me out today. (laughs) So today I have to say what's making me moist is mass empathy. I'm really impressed with the way that Australians have decided to wear masks, to comply with vaccination and testing requirements and to practice what is not naturally a human thing, which is to empathise with people you'll never meet, to take into account that what you do today might save a life or might kill someone you don't know. You go and touch a packet of Tim Tams in a big shopping centre and I shouldn't have even named the biscuit. You go, you go touching, touching a packet of chocolate biscuits you leave your COVID juice all over those biscuits and COVID you juice. COVID juice and you leave Coles. Whoops. You leave the big shopping centre and Elspeth comes in later. Elspeth. She's old. Elspeth. She's got comorbidity because I just love that term. Do you? I don't like it. It's very I'd confronting. Say, yeah, it is. It is because she's on dialysis, Elspeth. And she's waiting for a fucking kidney. She touches the chocolate biscuits and it's all over because you left your COVID juice. Elspeth takes it on her fingers. She wipes her face over. You know how many times we wipe our face in a day? About 78. I feel Keep your fingers away from your face. I feel like we've gone from what made you moist to what made you dry. No, no, this is making me moist because I'm happy that people are not doing the COVID juice thing. Elspeth lives in my story, so it's a moist story, not an anti-moist story. Does she live? She has dialysis. Does she get the kidney? She got the kidney and everything turned out just fine. Did she? She decided too that she'd t- change her name to Ellie and she's now a sex goddess on OnlyFans. Wow. I know. Now, every now and then, this is a nice bridge. We're going to have special guests in this show. We are. And I feel like Ellie... Elspeth. I think Ellie might be here. She might have to be interviewed from time to time. You, of course, won't be present. No. I can't be in the same room as Elspeth. It's sort of like Superman. Did she? (laughs) You get your Clark or you get your Super. You don't get them both at the same time, do you? Doesn't happen that way. No. No, no. (laughs) 
So Ellie and Michelle, there's Ellie so and much, Shelley can't be together. There's so much mystery around all of this. It's just isn't I'm, there? I'm mystified. I know. Um, I'm, I'm mystifying. Oh, look. Which is kind of a good in excess song too. I love that song. Me too. I, I want to play that Another now death. too. And he died batting his rod while he was tied up to his own. You no, know, if you got to die. Die the way he and David Carradine did. It's so cool, isn't it? It's so David rock Carradine star. Carradine died jerking oh, himself off for Bill. Oh, yeah. Shut up. You know, not the least. Played thing. Bill and then he died. I've never done any auto Anyway, moving on. I'm just going to die. And then my mum would kill me. She'd be so embarrassed. Oh, Michelle. Real, oh, Michelle. Again, Michelle. Yes. <laughs> Always pulling you out of these goddamn scrapes you get I yourself into. <laughs> It would be good to be in a scrape, wouldn't it, like the famous five? Oh, I've got in a scrape just after I ate lashings of tongue out of a tin. Wow. Okay, we only have time uh, for the rest of this episode, dear valued listener, to exchange one M-word with each other. So I'm going to give you, beautiful Elspeth Shelley Michelle Superman, (laughs) I'm going to give you the word... (laughs) Mongrel. (gasps) Mongrel. It's a what's well, um it's a mixed breed. It's a hybrid. It's um bitzer is another another good word. But there's also connotations of being a bit of a shit, aren't there? With mm. mongrel, a bit of a shit. Um, I think that it's a wonderful word to use in Australia. It's very much an Australianism, really, isn't it? Is it though? I reckon you know. Well, actually, I take that back because it was used by Shakespeare every now and then. Yes. Although he preferred the term cur. Yes. See, you are, yeah. Yes, yes. And I love that word. It's Me short. Too. But it really says what you are. It's like CAD. Yes. Mm. And cur, you can take in many different places. Yes. But back to mongrel. Maybe even into your spotting, should you choose to. Um, so, mongrel, I've got a great little story, actually. I asked my mum, because we did actually pre prepare and we sort of lied to you when we when he said he was just going to chuck it at me now. I asked my mum if she what she what she thought of the first thing she thought of when I said the word mongrel and she told me the most wonderful story. It's a little story. It's not big, but it's kind of cute so I'm going to share it with you. Um my grandfather and my grandmother had a dog called Tawny. I love it. Tawny yeah. frogmouth. Not so much an owl looking dog, but I think it had a tawny Colour, like a, oh, yes. a rusty sort of colour. I love it, yes. Rust and blonde, we'll call it. Tawny becomes rust and blonde. So, or that belliage, they call it these days. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, the dog didn't have any of that, nor a perm. So, Tawny used to fuck off all the time, right? It was dreadfully, um, it was an escapist. It was like Houdini, they should have called him, really. And my grandmother used to go out on the back deck in in uh, where they live, Pasco Vale in Victoria. Oh, yeah, Melbourne. Yeah, shout it. out to Melbourne. Both are home. Shout out, shout out. I don't think the house is there anymore. I think it might be factory. But anyway, um, she'd go out in the back deck and she'd yell at Tawny. Tawny, get back here, you mongrel. Come on. Come on in, Tawny, you mongrel. Oh. Problem was, my grandfather, who was a meek and mild gentleman, his name was Tony. Oh. Yeah. Look, it's too close. So he said to her, Eileen. Eileen, can you please stop doing that? People will think you're yelling at me. Oh, wait a minute. That deserved a clap, didn't it? Thanks, <laughs> Mum. <laughs> That's a, that is a beautiful story. I imagine she was probably wearing her dressing gown. She was always wearing green 
Oh. My grandmother loved green. She made all of her own clothes, incredible seamstress, and so all of my wow. aunties and my mum, and they tried to make me one. They can cut mm. They can cut a full dress out without a pattern on a table in front of you and make it in a day. Wow. Like a wedding dress. Unfreaking believable women. So my grandmother made all of her own clothes. She was a green lover. She was tiny. She was about 4 foot 11 herself, had 10 children, had a hole in the heart from when she was born, had a massive operation on that when she was 20. Can you imagine what... The health system was like then. And wow. then as an older woman had a catastrophic car accident, broke all of her ribs, was in a coma for nine months and unfortunately very badly damaged one of my beautiful cousins who's still alive, thank God. So my grandmother was an amazing woman and interred up in far north Queensland because she was Italian during the war. Yes, Australians did that wow. to immigrants. My ancestors were locked up during the oh, war. Oh, they were locked up during the war. Because oh they were God. Italian. They might have been uh, Mussolini lovers. I was going to say, they were in Team Mussolini, which that's is also another an M word. Yes. Oh, my God. Michelle, that's a lot. And I don't think we have time or capacity to unpack all of that right now. But my, no, but I thought I'd share. I love that share. I love that share. Wow. I was going with just a dressing gown. I was thinking pale pink and like big puffy, you know, slippers. No, she's always beautifully green. turned out and played tennis until she was really old. So she was so fit. That's and an we used to go story. along to tennis with, um, uh, you know, club sandwiches. She'd make them. Oh, oh. so cute. So yummy. I can really feel the memory coming mm. up in you as you sort of talk about her, and it's really beautiful. Eileen, her lady. name was Eileen. Eileen Gaskin. Because um, Eileen but, doesn't um, sound very like, darling, I'm from Italia. Ah, uh, no, but <laughs> her maiden name was Tomarini. There we go. Yeah, there Sounds we like go. a nice pasta. Yeah, I'm Eileen Tomarini. I have a fettuccine Tomarini. And my great-grandmother was Marguerite. Marguerite Tomarini. I love that name. Marguerite. Another M word. Do you know what that makes me think of? Did you ever watch the original Annie with Carol Burnett? Yes. Do you remember when they went to the movies? Yes. Let's go to the movies. And then they played the movie. It was a Greta Garbo movie. And she played a character called Marguerite, Marguerite, who was dying. And I remember it towards the end of the film, inside the film, this was, had to, This is why Annie was so good. It was an auteur's dream. Anyway, sidebar. Um, Marguerite, as Annie and Daddy Warbucks and what was the um, receptionist's name who Daddy Warbucks fell in love with? Grace. While they're watching the film, she died at the end and he clasps her. can't remember his name. One of those Rock Hudson kind of guys. It's black and white. Cary Grant. She, probably. Cary Grant it is. And she's dying and he's like, Marguerite, Marguerite. And she's like... <laughs> And I remember as a little boy watching the movie of watching the movie and just being in tears. Oh. And the first time we ever ordered a margarita pizza, I cried. <laughs> I didn't understand. My mum, I have a margarita. And I went, <laughs> we eating Greta Garbo. It was so a lot. Oh. It's still a lot. You had the coolest grandparents. Oh, they're pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I had okay ones. But we you had amazing grandparents. We don't need to unpack that. Who were French and crazy. One was French, one was Dutch. The French one was... The Dutch people have gnomes with big hands. We'll go there. <laughs> Look, Michelle, we're at 31 We're at thirty-one minutes and I feel that I loved, I loved your exploration into mongrel because we got to actually banter about your family a bit. We're going to do our best, dear valued listener, should you still be listening, to keep the episode to around 30 minutes. And I feel that we've probably, for season one, episode one, we've we've achieved today. So what we're going to... We've nailed it, which is an N-word. We could say mailed it, but it's not the same. We've made it magnificent. We've... Mother... <laughs> we've murdered it. We've no. We've munted it. Oh, she and I have done that in the past. Are you a munt? Well, I'm the other unt word. <laughs> 
Okay, so thank you. I'll see you next Wednesday. Thank, <laughs> thank you so much, dear listener, for uh, giving us a shot for season one, episode one of Eminem. We hope you're still listening. That you actually, you actually. <laughs> made it to the end. Absolutely. Uh, we are probably actually going to go and have a schmoko and then, which we don't smoke, so we'll go outside and fap about a little bit and then come back. We'll breathe one. air. Yes, we'll be fresh or mesh. No. We'll also make sure that, we've re- that we uh, save our recording properly. Not that we've ever had that error before. No. Microsoft, another M word. Uh, so that's us over and out for this uh, episode today. And I want to thank you, Michelle. And I'll thank you, Matthew. And, and um, that's good night from him. And it's a good night from her. I'm moving on down, down the road. Watch me as I go, watch me as I go. Should I look both ways before you cross me, babe? Because I don't break for boys. I'm moving on.